Welcome back to KC's Work Life and Balance Fundas. Our guest uh, this time is uh, a brilliant person based out of Singapore, but is an Indian by heart and also by his uh, responsibilities. Arnab Das Gupta is a vice president and a global delivery head of a, a fintech company called Finestra. But before that, he has got a varied experiences of uh, working with Maki Logos, SAP, Capgemini, EY, to name the few. And Arnab Dasgupta, thank you very much for joining us on this show. Uh, and it will be great to hear from you, your way of looking at post-pandemic impact on work and the life and work-life balance, how important it is for you now with the changed way of doing things. Over to you, Arnab. Thanks, Kishore, and uh, really honored to have to be here. I think uh, uh, it's it's really a unique opportunity for for me to kind of be in uh, in one of your shows uh, and talk about this. So let's jump straight in, uh, Kishore. So over the last uh, couple of years, this pandemic really has changed a lot in terms of what we do mm -hmm. and how we think about both life. Uh, for me personally, this journey has been uh, something where uh, the, the key takeaway for me, uh, if you will, Kishore, has been that things that one took for granted pre-pandemic and what is happening now has dramatically changed. So for me, for example, living outside my home country and, and being able to go and travel back home whenever one wanted was, a, was one way that never one never thought that this would go away. And now over the last 24 months, this has dramatically changed. I mean, go through multiple levels of whatever paperwork and that too, you're not sure whether you will be there when people back home need you the most. So it has dramatically affected Kishore mm -hmm. uh, and link that to the, the true uh, ability of an individual to balance work and life mm -hmm. has become extremely, extremely important in these scenarios, for sure. Perfect. Sounds good. So let's let's look at the life side first, because generally people jump on the work because we always are passionate about work. But I always feel that if you have a goal of life, then you can achieve that by fulfilling your work responsibilities. So it will be great for listeners to understand from a person like you, how do you really define your focus areas on the life side? And then we'll come to the work side. So what you said is so important. I think uh, we normally say work-life. For me, one of the realizations I have made right now is life-work. So, uh, so, so what you're saying is spot on. So let me give you the three or four things that, that I dramatically feel uh, have impacted me mm -hmm. um, and the focus towards life. So one and the most critical one is stay healthy. Okay. Uh, that, again... You probably get more wiser with age, as they tell you. But for me, uh, the the proactiveness of making sure that you are more fit than everybody around you, you can take care of. So number one is stay fit. Perfect. Stay healthy. Second point is uh, uh, be with the family. Stay. Spend more time. Uh, these are times that will that you will regret later if you don't do that. So. Mm -hmm. More and more time with your near and dear ones mm -hmm. uh, it is really something that that is a de-stressor for me so one was stay fit second is spend time with with, with your family third is try and pursue a passion that you that you knew that you wanted to always do but have not done on the excuse of work mm -hmm. so for me 
example that is uh, going and playing golf i mean i it, it, i was always someone who loved to be outdoors playing mm-hmm. the game i used to always use the excuse that i had no time but now i make it a point to go and spend time on the greens gives me a phenomenal sense of uh, uh, of openness freshness whatever you want to call it so stay fit and healthy be with your family and spend more time with the close and near ones and follow a passion that you love and and don't compromise on it would be my life mantra sir yeah? oh perfect i think i can add few more if you want uh, but these three seem to be driving you for delivering what uh, i've seen your career track record has been phenomenal so the listeners would be very happy take let's pause for a while in a sense you mentioned about being freshness and outbound the golf gives you that kick in a, in a sense how about uh, uh, having the like minded friends around you I and mean, you also while playing golf uh, create a network of people or individual who inspire you or get inspired but collectively you draw so much of energy what's your view on that So Kishore, uh, I'm going to link that to a little bit on the work side, and then talk about that specific question. So, for me, my my view over the last 25 years of my professional career means enjoy what you do. To enjoy what you do, you need to have like-minded people who who kind of wake you up every morning so that you want to be with them. So, now moving to the life side, absolutely correct. I mean, what I've what I've realized is that connecting with friends. who let's say they could be your school friends your college friends your post grad friends wherever they are i think you know everyone seems to have now come to a stage because you've all grown up together where everyone realizes that uh, all of the excuses that were there before regarding no time etc mm-hmm. have all it's all now paused and everyone gets that sense of energy and enthusiasm so for me absolutely correct uh you need to be with people who you enjoy being with um and and spend time with them that just clears up your head i mean and and it's so important to have that clarity in your head because otherwise what happens is that you constantly start worrying and thinking about things so spot on kishor right and the next question i have on the life side is what's what does leisure mean to you I and mean, how do you really unwind yourself apart from golf and play, staying with family what are the means that you really like people to know because i i've seen i've read and i've experienced your passion for food as an example so maybe i think that would be a good idea to understand your view of what's leisure for you so uh, so absolutely so uh, two things which i have uh, again realized over a period of time which i enjoyed but never did one was was food was which is cooking primarily so wow. because i love uh, I love the good things in life as far as food is concerned I normally like to cook the good things in life so uh, that gives me a lot of de-stressing moments uh, Kishore mm-hmm. I mean uh, uh, and I love not only to eat I love to feed people I mean I I just love to get a bunch of people and just kind of uh, have a good meal together cook up for them it just gives me a different sense of joy uh, the second thing I've started to realize is also about reading okay. I mean I have absolutely lost the habit of reading a book over the last many years and every time i used to read a book my eyes used to shut shut in on the first page itself but over, but now i'm trying to recoup that habit mm-hmm. uh, and, and bring that together linked to which is uh, uh, i'm beginning to uh, start uh, 
kind of teaching, uh, which is uh, trying to give back to society a little bit from whatever I can. Okay. Uh, academia is one thing which had always uh, attracted me, um, and I I'm, I'm trying to pursue that as a as a passion to kind of give back and and get new people and students uh, learn something which whatever they can from my limited experience that I have. So. Those are some of the things, Kishore. Apart from golf, that keeps me going, Kishore. Brilliant, Arna. That's very, very uh, informative and useful. Now let's shift our focus on the work side because I think listeners would like to understand uh, uh, how do you really combine the life side of it and apply some of the principles on the work side, where it is. Uh, I mean, that's bread and butter for everyone. I mean, if you do good at work, you can fulfill any dream that you have, right? Absolutely, and. And for, on the work side, I've been fortunate enough, Kishore, and you and, and you and I go back a long time. We've, I've been really, really fortunate enough to to do something which which is which which I inherently like. So to me, the first thing is that if you do not enjoy what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you're in the you're in the wrong profession. So you need to you need to absolutely be obsessive about about liking what you do. Okay, and then around that, build a team of individuals that are are kind of driven towards that same objective. I think uh, uh, a lot of times people people question in terms of how success is defined at work. Mm-hmm. For me, success is defined in terms of how am I able to make my team successful? Because at the end of the day, if my team is successful, then I'm successful. So that's something that keeps me going, Kishore. And also the fact that... Uh, I've been very, very fortunate enough to work with leaders in the industry who also drive through those same similar thoughts and processes, So, which has been very helpful for me in, in, in the long run. Okay, so what I hear from you is uh, the team environment, the team culture, commonality of objectives are helping you to get the best out of uh, the talent that you have and you encourage them to build the talent because you also got encouragement. Yeah? And Absolutely. Great, great. Uh, what are what are the other areas that people should be focusing on as a, as a habit, so that uh, uh, apart from being in the right team, they also know what they are supposed to do. So I I always feel Kishore. I mean, these are some of the lessons that you learn as you go through, right? I mean, one of the things is that there is always a very fine dividing line between a short term objective and a long term goal. Okay, and. In uh, a lot of very successful, very, very good, intelligent people uh, falter in the early stages of their career because they want to be doing shortcutting to success. Yeah. Uh, and, and what that does is that they normally are so driven by a short-term objective, which could be either defined by something as simple as a promotion mm-hmm. or a monetary increase or, a, or something... That, that makes them feel that they have achieved something, which somehow uh, clouds their long-term objective. A lot of people that I work with, uh, I've seen two kinds of people. One is people who clearly know what they want to do in the next four, five, ten years. Mm-hmm. And then there who, who are very clear in terms of what they want in the next compensation cycle increase. And it's very clear when you talk to them in terms of how their objective and growth patterns are. And, right. and it's very, very very high opinion for people to kind of look at what is it that they want to achieve, right. not a six to 12 month horizon, but in a medium to long term horizon. Perfect. 
while talking earlier also we uh, you i heard from you the customer centricity i mean that's the word you used and that is something i firmly believe that while we have a purpose for life the purpose purpose for business or a service or a production is all about uh, customer delight and i think you gathered n number of referenceable customers in your life i know about it it would be a good idea to understand from your point of view how can an employee relate this element of uh, work side and grow so so kishore in the business that uh, that you and i are um, it is very important to realize that uh, your eventual uh, bills are paid for by the customer mm-hmm. it is a very important thing to realize that it's not about what you do internally it's what about what you do for your customer okay it's always been my my view that uh, uh, you need to think through from an outside in perspective rather than an inside out perspective okay uh, the team uh, that i have and myself are are kind of driven around this because that's what we do day in and day out now people can define customer centricity in multiple ways yeah. right maybe a little bit too theoretical in definition mm-hmm. and some are are more practicable and more implementable in that sense simple rules again it's not rocket science i think in my opinion as long as you're able to provide a good value and de- and the definition of that value is 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 di- is different from customer to customer right. but the definition of that value and if the customer sees that the value that you're bringing on the table is what they were expecting to get then i think you can sleep, have a good night sleep fantastic i mean to me critical it's it's absolutely critical and fundamental Ex- to us excellent enough this was a very useful conversation i'm sure the audience would have picked up good threads of your uh, experiences maybe a tagline or a last thought that you would like to leave behind because i keep the uh, episode of 15 minutes so we are in the 14 minute very it's a very easy one kesi if you want to walk a short distance walk alone if you want to walk a long distance work with the team fabulous excellent arnab thank you so much it was pleasure to uh, have this chat with you i'm sure we will have many more occasions to expand this further and uh, your team would be excited to listen to you because the team is not only what you are responsible for you have a larger network i'm sure you can leverage that as well Thank you once again, and we'll enjoy the show. I'm listening to it. Thank you. Thank you, George. Thank you very much for your time.